Hey, it's February 1st, 2016, and this is episode number three. So grab your lightsaber, come on over, and join us in the queue. Welcome to The Queue, a show that's 95% Disney and 5% Star Wars, which is Disney as well. So technically, we're 100% Disney this week. I'm Scott. And I'm Ryan. So Ryan, how about that snow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So in Charlotte, North Carolina, it doesn't snow too often. Maybe once a year. It didn't last year. But uh, we we got a big storm. What was the storm's name? It had a name. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't know that. It was some guy's name or something. Uh, some guy, some storm or hurricane. We'll call someone. It, we'll call it Jeff. Stupid Jeff. I like Jeff. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I've had fun in the snow. We're recording at Scott's place this week uh, because Scott couldn't. Uh, I couldn't leave my apartment because my whole driveway area behind my apartment is like frozen and my tires are bald so I just could not leave so Ryan had to come over here I did and save the day I did I am a little worried if I will be able to leave or not maybe not so I might be sleep over (laughs) (laughs) but yep snow it's melting should be gone tomorrow but it's been fun while it lasted it has it's been white and pretty all right enough about snow what's new What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Here's what's new, Scott. So, apparently Kylo Ren from Star Wars The Force Awakens is coming, or is now, in Hollywood Studios. He has replaced Darth Vader. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so uh, apparently <laughs> your thoughts on this are that you are happy. Uh, I uh, Yeah, I didn't know how to respond. So, <laughs> so just throwing a yay. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that Kylo Ren is coming. That's awesome. Yeah. It's sad that Darth Vader's going away, but that's what I think about that. Yeah, and so so I guess he's in the, the, the First Order Star Destroyer now, like the bridge, right? Yes. As opposed to wherever Darth Vader was, I guess, on the Death Star. Uh, I don't. I don't recall. I'm not sure. So, I, like, I've never met Darth Vader. Maybe I have when I was super, super young, and I went to Star Wars weekend, and I can't Star Wars weekends plural, and I can't remember. But, but that Darth Vader didn't talk. That's true. So yeah. I have yet to see a talking Darth Vader, and I'm kind of bummed that I missed it. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty awesome. But I am pretty, pretty excited to see Kylo Ren. I'm a big Kylo Ren fan. Although I have seen a couple of pictures online. Mm-hmm. Me as an avid enthusiast about costumes, Star Wars costumes in particular, loving cosplay. Avid enthusiast puts it lightly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just, a, just a skosh. <laughs> but uh, I saw some pictures, and I'm, I was, re- I'm, I'm really looking forward to Kylo Ren. But after I saw some of the pictures, at least for my nitpickiness, I'm kind of underenthused. Why is that? I don't know. It just doesn't look right. What? What's wrong? At least the picture that I saw looked like the guy in the suit was super scrawny and that the mask was a little too big. Adam Driver is a skinny guy. Yeah, but if I mean, if you look at his, at his arms, he fills up the suit nicely. That's true. That's true. Well, maybe it will vary from 
person know. to person then. I'm, I'm hoping that when I go there, I get like this legit. I don't know. The mask just seemed wrong. Though. Seemed off. Seemed a little too wide. All I'm trying to say is I think the helmet to body ratio is just a little off. Maybe you could be Kylo Ren. I'm down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what else I'm do we have? my application. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So something that's been going around that um, is kind of in the testing phase right now is Disney's starting to have people pay to park at a couple resorts. Really? Instead of them just kind of being able to like come on in, you know, have a look around, whatever. I had not heard this. It's uh, They've been doing it for a few weeks now. Which I think. resorts? Uh, it's the Contemporary and... I want to save the Wilderness Lodge. I you think. know, this makes sense to me. You want to know why? Why does this make sense? Because not that I've done this, <laughs> but there are, I have heard that there are many a people that like to quote unquote go to the contemporary for a dining reservation and then maybe just find their way over to the Magic Kingdom. You know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> We've done this. <laughs> We've gone. Well, we usually go to the Poly. Yeah. Polly's pretty. Because then I can always have an excuse to get a Dole Whip, which then is like, you know, I'm, I'm not lying. That's I'm true. there to get a Dole Whip. That is true. It just might have, it might have taken me several hours to do so. Detour. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally understand why they would do this. It's, it's because of the terrible people like me abusing the system. But. Way to go, Scott. It's all your fault. <laughs> but technically. Come on, Scott. You know, like, I, I, I get it. You know, being an annual pass holder, it's not like um, I get free parking anyways even if I was to go in. So it's not like I'm jipping Disney out of any money per se, you know? That's true. You've already paid them their fee. And I've only done it a couple times. So I'm not, you know, don't, don't be too mad at me. (laughs) But we'll see, we'll see if they keep it up. Um, I mean, it would kind of, it's very unfortunate to the people that love to resort hop, which I love to resort hop. Emily and I do are like, especially around the holidays. Oh yeah, that's the best. So it's going to kind of put a damper on that. Um, but I totally get like why they need to do this because there are a lot of people parking at the resorts where they definitely shouldn't be. And yeah. that really sucks if you're paying all this money to stay at a resort and you have to park like a mile away or not be able to park anywhere, you yeah, know? So seriously. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's just in the testing phase right now. All right. So another thing that's new is uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. The follow-up to Star Wars Episode Seven, the release date, which was set for May of 2017. Yes, sir. Has now been delayed to December of 2017. No! Yes, that's quite sad. I was reading an article, um, maybe if I can pull it up real quick, that kind of explained that uh, the delay... Oh, they have a reason for it? Yes. I didn't hear about that. Kind of. The delay apparently is our fault. Oh, I think I did hear this. It's because episode seven did so well, exactly. right? In December. Yes. So they kind of want to repeat that. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see. Which makes sense. You know, I'm, Here, I'm definitely not upset about this. Oh, no. Because, Take your time. Yeah, exactly. Do, do I, I awesome like it, it to be spaced out more. Um, especially because we're getting Rogue One next year. Oh, yeah. We got, you know, yeah. I don't want like Rogue One and then immediately like episode eight. I'd yeah, rather we'll be than fine. be spaced out. We'll, we'll be fine. So here, here's... This article I found on comicbookmovie.com, and I'm going to cut through the middle of the article. Well, while the success of the latest installment has no doubt inspired Disney to keep December a Star Wars month for foreseeable future, it sounds like script rewrites were the biggest factor behind the decision. 
quote, obviously the, the December date worked out very, very well for them, but I've also heard they were rewriting the script, quote unquote, says the Hollywood Reporter's Breuer's kit. Quote, I've heard from several sources the rewrites are positive based on audience reaction to the new characters. People love them so strongly, and Lucasfilm was surprised at how well they were received, according to several sources, unquote. As reasons for script changes go, this is actually a fantastic one. The demand to see more of characters like Captain Phasma and Poe Dameron being addressed is awesome to hear. And so it might be worth the wait. At least Star Wars Episode Eight director Rian Johnson has been having fun with the change, as you can see from the tweet below. And then he tweeted a pretty fun uh, little track entitled Christmas in the Stars. So interesting. Hinting at the December. Yeah release so it makes sense totally and that's that's kind of strange that they are surprised that the characters are bigger than they were because i mean they they really sold them to they us really you know did. in the movie and you would think like they were just going to build upon that but it sounds like they're surprised about that and now they're having to like rework that so it's kind of weird yeah i don't know but the characters definitely did did do great good with yeah. words am i <laughs> I mean, I remember watching Star Wars Episode Seven for the first of, so far, nine times. Um, <laughs> and literally halfway through the movie, my internal dialogue said this. I think Ray's my new favorite character. Ray's Bay, Ray's says Ryan. definitely Bay. <laughs> I feel like I was the first one to use that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you coined the hashtag. I, I tweeted it a long time ago, and then all of a sudden after that, I saw it popping up. So there you go. You heard it here first, later. <laughs> Back the to the source, future, Ryan. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm glad that they're doing this. This sounds great. Yeah. So, so. but I wonder how much filming they've done, though. Uh, none. Uh, really? According to my research, they were planning uh, principal photography to start in spring of 2016. So they haven't even begun yet. Wow. I know this because I've been looking at casting calls, and I want to be in it. That's crazy. So they were not even going to start until the spring Correct. and then release it a year later. Correct. That's insane. Yep. So it, it's probably pretty good that they pushed back the release date just to give them a little bit more buffer room. Yeah, definitely. So I hope they do build on these characters more. I'm, oh, I'm excited yeah. about that. So we'll see how it goes. We'll have to see how compacted Captain Phasma was in the trash compactor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, people made a big deal about, um, I forget her name. From Game of Thrones, yeah. the actress. I know who you're talking about. Um, I'm, yeah, but it's funny. Like they made such a big deal about her being in the movie and stuff, but you just you never see her face. Yeah. You never, you know, you would re wouldn't really ever she know. She got her. like two minutes of screen time. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I don't. And I don't know why people are so obsessed with her. Like Basically. she literally didn't do I think, anything. I think the issue was, uh, and this is how I agree with this, is because in the trailers and the teasers. They made they made Captain Phasma look like a big deal, like that slow mo mm. shot, Phasma walking down the hall, yeah, just like oh shoot, this guy seems like a big deal, and then womp womp, not so much. Yeah, that makes sense. So, see what happens next on our news. So this is just a little little fun little little blurb blurb. Uh, a Zootopia exhibit is coming to a conservation station at the Animal Kingdom. So it's going to be a place where people can see the research that went in to making the film. It opens January 29th. Cool. That's about all I have to say about that. Animals. <laughs> Animals. 
Well, I got some uh, I got some news that wasn't on your list. Oh, I do. Surprise. But not so much. You know about this. So, pretty cool. As some of you may know, both Scott and I run Disney Instagram accounts. Scott of Oh Yeah Disney and myself of Disney Single Rider. We were both recently featured in a very nice little article written by the none other than themselves inside the magic. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. The article was, what was it titled? The top 10 Disney Instagram accounts you, you should must follow. follow. Something like that. <laughs> if, I'll look it up. You keep talking. <laughs> yeah. So this was a great article. Um, one of their bloggers, Ember, reached out to both of us and asked us just a couple of questions, which uh, we were both super humbled and honored by. Uh, for the opportunity. Um, 10 Disney fan accounts you should be following on Instagram. That was the title. And again, this was written uh, on InsideTheMagic.net. You know, a great great resource for for Disney knowledge. We're not going to say that we have all the information and know everything. So we're definitely not going to stray away from saying like, hey, these people know stuff too. So Inside the Magic is a great resource. Uh, I've been following Inside the Magic for years now. Uh, always been on top of everything. Uh, but this helped us in our Instagram accounts to achieve some milestones. Definitely. Me as a naive young Disney Instagram account holder, I crossed the milestone of 5,000 followers. So Woo! if you are one of those, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I cannot wait to continue sharing with you. And then Scott over here. Yeah, we crossed 30,000. What? <laughs> what? We've been doing it a little longer than you have, though. How long have you? Uh, It's been about a year and three months. Okay. Something like that. So in about about a year, I'll have 30,000 followers then. There you go. Okay. Shoot for the stars. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so we're super excited about that. It's a big milestone. We never thought, would have never thought it would right? get this big. This is unbelievable. So, I mean, I'm pretty freaking blown away with 5,000 in however many months I've been doing this. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. Absolutely. For following each of us. Yes. And one last thing that I have that wasn't on your list. So the last time I was at Walt Disney World, when I went to Disney Springs, I noticed that D Street uh, only sold Star Wars stuff, which isn't surprising, but they officially became the Star Wars Galactic Outposts. Oh, really? They are no longer D-Street. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. That's awesome. When News did they announce you. that? I don't know when they announced it, but recently. <laughs> oh, very cool. Recently as of January 23rd, which is today. That as we totally, are totally makes sense it that does. they would do that. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it was a little misleading when I went to go into D-Street and it was only Star Wars stuff. So I'm glad that yeah. they're- People need their Star through. Wars merchandise, you know? Oh, heck yeah. So I guess this will be a place to get it before Star Wars Land opens. Yes. I'm sure Star Wars Land will have all the Star Wars merchandise you could ever hope and want for. <laughs> I just want to meet Rey. Um, you know, maybe you'll get to. That would be a hard character. But I mean, they do have Luke and they have Leia. So yeah. Rey's Bay. Rey. Rey will probably be in there somewhere. That's good. <laughs> all right, Scott. So there are a couple more things that I heard about recently, but they haven't been confirmed. Some might call them just rumors. So recently we've heard this rumor floating around that the Earful Tower at Disney Hollywood Studios will be moved 
to Disney Springs. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, How's that? That, that kind of makes sense, right? It totally makes it's sense. It's a water tower at a springs. Absolutely. And I love this rumor and I really hope that it's true. And it, I mean, it makes sense. Disney's not going to just get rid of an icon like that. I mean, I mean, they, they very well may, but <laughs> it makes sense. Apparently they did with Osborne Lights. Yeah, yeah, for now. Maybe. We shall um, see. So it totally makes sense that such an iconic symbol image whatever whatever have have you um would be moved and just repurposed because yeah. disney springs like the whole i mean they're going all out in this story you know that they're that they're developing it's, it's at interesting springs. i feel like disney springs though the the theme of it is more of what like turn of the century ish i don't think water towers were in then I should know this because they gave us the whole spiel when they invited us down there. Way to go, Scott. <laughs> they invited you down there and you came away with nothing. <laughs> there was so much information. Oh man, yeah. They, they have different neighborhoods, as they call them, that they're developing. And I, I want to say it was like, it's this town that popped up on a spring mm-hmm. um, and kind of grew from there. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And... I mean, it makes sense how a water tower would fit into that, no, right? Eventually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, they totally had water towers back in the day, dude. Uh, that's a thing. But they were wooden, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's, it's going to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very detail-oriented. That is the kind of person I am. So I hope they do move that this would, there. That would definitely be awesome. It would be really awesome. So, so we'll see. I've heard a couple of rumors. You got more rumors. I do. And they surround the upcoming Star Wars land. Ooh. Yes. So again, and I've, I've seen these details in a, in a bunch of different uh, blogging sites, articles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read these points from makingstarwars.net, which is a site all about Star Wars and just details on going on to making movies and whatnot. Okay. So there are rumors flying around about details of the Star Wars land coming to both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios in Florida. So here are the details. I'm just going to read these as bullet points. The first detail is that Poe Dameron's black X-Wing fighter will greet guests at the third entrance to Star Wars land, although an episode eight feature to the fighter might make it different from what we know it as from The Force Awakens. The third entrance? Yeah, so you know how... um, I don't know. You can just get into different lands from different points. Yes. Yeah. So that'll just be one of the Yeah, three. there's not one way to get into Tomorrowland. You can get it from multiple angles. Gotcha. So one of those entrances will have Poe's X-Wing. I'm down with that. Yeah, totally. Uh, Poe's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Everybody likes Poe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Characters and creatures from Star Wars Episode Eight will be featured in the park. Yeah, we knew this one. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Moving on, the Falcon, Millennium Falcon, will be real, life sized, not scaled down at all, and sitting on top of a launch pad. Ooh. I mean, we are kind of alluded to this one. It's in the concept art. It is in the concept art. But again, it's just concept art. But I mean, once they show that, all the fans are going to go crazy. They can't deprive us of that. Absolutely. So I am ecstatic for this. I cannot wait. Man, it's to, just just so much goodness. To not in one even place. see it in front of me, but to, to like walk in it. Will you be able to walk in it? Well, a 
Apparently, the next point, the Falcon will be opening and closing its main door and aliens slash troopers will be walking around asking people if they've seen anyone leave the ship. Oh. <laughs> I like that. And just to remind everyone, Star Wars Land is going to be an immersive land. Mm-hmm. The cast members are literally going to be cast members. It's not just a name. And that inhabitants of the planet. Yeah, they're going to be acting along the entire time. Whatever role they play, that is their character, and they're going to be in it the entire time. Much like Universal Studios does with Diagon Alley. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. All right, moving on to the next point about the rumors of Star Wars Land to be. There will be two major attractions, one larger than Toontown itself. Ooh. What? That's pretty big. That is pretty (laughs) huge. I don't know which one that'll be. Anyways, moving on. Don't worry about being able to go inside the Falcon. All right, what we were talking about. (laughs) One of the major attractions will take care of that for you as you fly in the cockpit of the freighter itself. Yeah, which is insane to think about how they're actually going to pull that off. That has been boggling my mind since day one of hearing that. There's only two, two seats in the front and two in the back of the Falcon. Millennium Falcon, yeah. How... How is everyone going to get to experience this? It's got to be some like eight passenger DeLorean type thing, you know, mm. from Universal back in the day. I, I don't see how they can shuttle four people at a time in and out of this thing. Either that or it might not be that one Millennium Falcon. It may be, there may be that, here's me just like thinking and speculating the way I would do it if you know, everyone wanted to fly the Millennium Falcon. They would have that one main full-scale Millennium Falcon, and that would be more of a display Falcon, right? With those cast members, characters mm-hmm. interacting with it. And then whatever the one of the two main big attractions, of course, would be the Millennium Falcon, maybe that's separate in like a different building or something like that. And maybe those are more like your Star Tours, yeah. multiple cockpits. That's yeah. the only way I can see it happening. Yeah, I could see that. I... Uh, my only worry is that it's going to be, and it kind of, you would think it'd have to be, is very simulator driven. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm not like huge on simulators, especially like, you know, I just don't like how, you know, if you're in, if you're prone to motion sickness whatsoever, like, yeah. like, em, like I know my fiance, Emily, like she just can't do them. Like Star Tours even makes me sick a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's so. It's definitely not for everyone. So I know that if they really want to appeal to the masses, not everyone's prone to simulators. So maybe Much they like can... C-3PO. He did not like space travel. <laughs> exactly. So maybe they'll find a Which way. Which is ironic because he's flying Star Tours. Although he didn't he didn't sign up for that. He kind of got wasn't it wasn't his fault. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> there'll be a way that they can kind of do like a, a hybrid yeah. kind of thing. Which is what I'm hoping for. One shall hope. So the last point of the Star Wars Land rumors is this. The word is the Imagineers love the Rogue One Star Wars story script, but if that will come into play is still a little hazy. Initial word was the second major attraction would feature Rogue One content, but now that appears to be somewhat unlikely. Hmm. Huh. So who knows what uh, this second huge attraction will be. Well, I've heard that the land that they're building is kind of its own thing. Like it's not based on, it's like it's a new land that we ne- not haven't exactly. necessarily seen before. Yes, it's not 
It's not a planet that we're yet familiar with. Yeah. Which is cool, but also, I mean, we, I'm sure everyone would love to see, you know, like Hoth or Tatooine, you know, all these yeah. different places. But, I mean, it is cool that we're going to get to explore a whole new place. For sure. And I, I haven't heard, yeah, I don't think it's anywhere from The Force Awakens, uh, at least looking at the concept art. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least for me, after seeing The Force Awakens, I, again, my internal dialogue was that of, you know, after seeing this movie... I really don't mind if they make a land after any exactly. of this. Exactly. I loved it so much. Oh, after The Force Awakens, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. I feel like there wasn't a land that was as impactful as in the original trilogy. True. You know, like we really, like, you know, like Tatooine or you know Hoth. Yeah. You know, and I've, or like, you know, Naboo I mean, or, you we, know. We might know Jakku, right? Yeah, but I mean, what, why do you want to know, Chuck? <laughs> I know, it's kind of cool. There's deserted Star Destroyers. And- I mean, it's very similar to Tatooine. Yeah. It's just desert, you know? I'd rather see Hoth. Really, if I Ooh, could, like, have any yes. land, like, to see the snow and, like, all what that. What if there that was, like, really cool. half, half Hoth, and then you go inside this building, and it was Dagobah? Ooh. Ooh, you see the swamps. Or really indoor, I think, would be the coolest one to see. Yeah. The Force move, move indoor. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, we kind of have that at Hollywood Studios now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just can't climb in the trees. Uh, yeah. So I've heard, I've never heard this in person, but I heard this recently, that at nighttime in the queue, hey, we're the queue, but in the queue of Star Tours uh, outdoors, you can hear Ewoks. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That's new to me. You know, what do you think they're going to do with Star Tours? Side note. That is a good question. I'm, I guess it kind of all depends where they build Star Wars land. Yeah. I mean, if it's if they continue like anywhere like near the Muppets or anything like that, it could kind of connect. It could it could be that one of those three entrances, but we don't know. Yeah, I feel like it'd be kind of weird though, because the Muppets would then kind of be in the middle. Muppets in the middle. Yeah. Sounds like a great sitcom. <laughs> you know, because if it starts where Star Tours is. The Muppets is like on the other side of that. Uh-huh. And then they're going to have to continue building Star Wars Land on the other side of that. So I feel like it's kind of like... You have a great big Muppet best, sandwich. Best place. Hmm. Interesting. Which is kind of brings up another point that I have. Um, Disneyland, how weird will it be that you've got Star Tours in Tomorrowland and then clear across the park, you've got Star Wars Land? Yeah. I mean... I, I mean, I heard someone say that. I think it was, it was another podcast I was listening to, but they said um, that Star Tours would be renamed to Stark Tours. Wow. That's true <laughs> because uh, is it Hong Kong that they did the uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man ride? ride? Yep. Yeah, and it's very similar yeah. to to Star Tours. Exactly. I mean, the ride and vehicles I don't know essentially what, look exactly the same. It's, that's called like the Iron Man experience or something, isn't it like something that? Something of that, I yeah. Can't, I can't recall yeah. right now, but yeah, that would totally make sense. That would if make they sense. Just, I mean, they have the uh, the Avengers whole area in that Imagineering pavilion. Yep. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said, that leads me kind of to the next point. I did see that there was alleged uh, uh, image of the, the layout of Star Wars Land at Disneyland. Interesting. I did. I saw this floating around, just random blogs perusing Facebook. So if you guys want to see that, peruse Facebook. <laughs> I would give you a link, but uh, we're without a website at the moment. For now. For now. And you know what the kicker to all this is? What? 
there are other rumors floating around. Ooh, more rumors. I love this. That Star Wars Land could be complete in 2018. What? Which I find extremely hard to believe. That is extremely optimistic. It took took five years to do all of the DCA. Yep. Like renovations, whatever, Cars Land. Yeah. And I mean, that's immaculate. Like if they took five years and did that level, even just that level for Star Wars Land, I would be blown away. But I know they're going to top that, and it's going to be bigger. But good I, lord, I don't know. Two like, years? I, yeah, I'm not sure where that rumor comes from. I've just heard people. T- the word on the street. The word on the is, street. You know, 2018. I heard it from a guy who knows a guy. Exactly, a guy who knows a guy who said a guy said 2018. You know, which would be insane. I mean, really, it would. would have to be. The end of 2018. Yeah, but, you know, Disney does not have the best track record with being super fast at building things. No, they definitely take <laughs> Can't time. lie there. So, man, that would be I mean, a feat in it, it would definitely... I mean, clearly Star Wars Land is a Disney uh, response to all of Harry Potter at Universal. Yeah. Um, and Universal built that all super quick oh a year and a half i think yeah it was crazy fast like unbelievably detail oriented absolutely so maybe again this is their way of responding to not only you know will this bring in people but hey we can also get this up and running just as quick as you guys i 100 percent want to believe that yes i I think we all do i'm i want to be optimistic about it yes because you know i trust disney absolutely 100 percent you know, so man, if they could pull that off, incredible. I'm rooting for you, Disney. Rooting for you. Come on, Bob. So, real, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe even if it was done by like, I mean, what 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 year is this? 2016. 2016 has just 20, started. You I know, know all your paperwork still says 2015. <laughs> 2019, 2020. Like, even if they could, I mean, think about it. 2020. That would, I mean, that's four years. That would be crazy. I, I, for four, yeah. there, I mean, this is 14 acres we're talking about. Yes, 14 acres on two different coasts. Yeah, I mean, and they're building Toy Story Land. Yeah, they're going to have all the hands full. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. So even I, even if they would do 2020 by then, both these lands. That would blow, still blow my mind. It would still blow my mind. So, But cut that two years, what? The other word on the street is that once Pandora, this is what people are saying, once Pandora... Uh, the world of Avatar is done. You know, all those workers will move over. I mean, they would have to. <laughs> to add to the workforce. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's going to be like round the clock. The good thing is like, they, it's not like they have to work around people. Like that side of that that's area true. of the park, all that's going to be closed that's off, obviously. True. So hopefully they will just work like around the clock. That would be amazing. If I was yeah. Disney, I'd try to make that happen. Oh, for sure. 24 hours a day, I seven days like a week. If, Let's if crank any, it out. If any company can, it's Disney. You would think, right? So. All right. Yeah. Well, rumor had it. So this week on the queue, we're going to list our top five Disney treats slash snacks. Yes. Everybody I, loves a good Disney treat. I feel like that's half the reason why I go to the Disney parks. Of course. I mean, not although only, the past times, I feel like you've been a little slim on your snacks well, while you're down there. <laughs> I'm trying to be good with nutrition and health and fitness. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All that goes out the window when you step into the, the last, kingdom. The, yes, the last trip I took, I threw it out the window. As we'll you should. That. 
But maybe on future episodes, I'll share some of my tips on how I chose to eat healthy at the parks. You can do it. You can still eat and eat well. And but eat why clean. would you want to? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you don't. But if you do, for some reason, like I did, I got you. It can be done. It can. It can. It's slim pickings, but it can. So why don't you start us out, Ryan? All right. These are in no particular order because I cannot order my top favorites. They're all just a, a top favorite. They're equal, equal love. They're like like children. I don't have any, but if I did, you couldn't tell me to pick my favorite child. I mean, you could. But I wouldn't. Because <laughs> I'd be a good dad. That's That's nice. Yes. So... My top favorite children, I mean snacks of Disney, are. Okay, so the first one I have on my list, first thing that came to mind was the good old cream cheese pretzel. Ooh. And these, man, I pretty much know every location where you can get these, at all the, at least all the Walt Disney parks. I mean, this probably is World. your number one. It's, I mean, if we're going to be honest here. Yes, it is always at the forefront of my mind. The second I step in Hollywood Studios, I know exactly where to get them, and I know the best place to get them. I know where they're hot. Because that makes a difference. If you get a lukewarm, like, and especially like a room temperature cream cheese pretzel, it is pretty much a waste. It is not the experience you want. You want a hot off the oven pretzel. Mm. To where, so I, yeah, I don't think the one that I had was. Oh, there's something nice and about hot. it when the cream cheese on the inside is, is like super soft and gooey and oh, creamy and cheesy. Oh, and hot. Yes. You, you need it. That sounds good. It sounds I could go good. for one of those. Oh, golly, I'm salivating right now. Uh, all right, I'll so, go. I'll list one on all mine. Right, one of your top fives. So I'm gonna start. Uh, mine are kind of in order. Mine are okay. Because so I'm very specific with my to treats. Bottom or bottom to top. I'll go from bottom to top. Okay, work yeah. your way up. So number five, I'm gonna go with the classic churro. Good choice. Yeah, you can't go wrong with the churro. No. Again, it needs to be it needs to be fresh. It does. If you get a stale, been sitting in the cart for too long churro, it's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. And I, I remember when Emily had her first churro um, not too long ago, actually. I mean, she she's pretty hooked now. Like, she definitely wants oh, yeah. it, like, every time. Again, they need to be hot and soft. And you can find these pretty much anywhere. Well, it's like a, it's a Disney park staple for the most it part. It is, but they are surprisingly hard to find at Walt Disney World. Are they? They are everywhere at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Everywhere. It's more, it, it definitely is more of like a Southern California thing, more mm-hmm. of a, a West Coast thing for sure. Mm-hmm. They even have at what is still downtown Disney in Anaheim, there is a, a churro cart. That has many different flavors of churros. Whoa. I, believe it or not, have had an Oreo churro. That sounds amazing. And it was twisted and it came with cream like dipping sauce. I need this. Dude, <laughs> it was stupid incredible. Oh, man. I mean, it did, didn't have the same flares as just a regular churro, but holy crap, I engulfed it probably in 30 seconds. Yeah. That sounds pretty incredible, and I'm going to add that to my list Definitely. for when I go out to Disneyland. You must. That needs to be done. So what else you got on your list? So ironically enough, the next thing on my list is a churro. Whoa. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there and, you go. And like I was saying, they've got to be hot and soft. Isn't it crunchy? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's like, 
like maybe a, a, a waffle or something like that. You you don't want it soggy, but you don't want it stiff. Mm. You know, you want mm-hmm. it like 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 a cookie. You want it crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. So this is this is a hard one to get at the right consistency. It is, <laughs> but when you find that golden churro, oh man, it's there, magic. It's yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Just fantasizing. Moving on. (laughs) All right, Scott. So number four on my list is the PB&J milkshake. Ooh. Not going to lie. That's on my list too, but we'll get there. I guess when we get there. Why are you stealing my stuff? (laughs) Hey, man. They're just that good. You can find this delectable milkshake from the Primetime Cafe at Hollywood Studios. Yes. And you know, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. I went to Primetime for the first time my past trip just to try it out, just to try something new. I will tell you, though, pretty much uh, 80% of the decision for me to go to Primetime was for this milkshake because you and Emily were talking so highly about it that I had to try it. Mm -hmm. I love milkshakes. I love peanut butter. I love jelly. I love everything combined. (laughs) So I had to try it, and so I went there. You can get the PB&J milkshake from the bar. Yep. So you can just walk on up, get it. You don't have to get a dining reservation there like I did. Which for me, I wasn't the biggest fan of that style of food. I'm not a huge like mom's hometown cooking mm-hmm. kind of thing. It, I don't know. It's, it wasn't for me. But the milkshake though, I mean, I'll just, I'll just say it's next on my list as well, was incredible. Mine it was, is. How is the consistency of the ones that you've had? I've only had one, so you're gonna have to tell me. I mean, it was it was pretty perfect. I'm not gonna lie. It was. Uh, we've only had it, I think, twice. Um, the past couple times that we've been. So when you get it at the way you did at the bar, they just mm-hmm. serve it to you in one of those standard Disney cups. Yep, exactly. So standard I, Disney cup. When I got it, when I went and sat down in the restaurant, they served it in one of those metal yeah. milk shit like the, the thing cup they, make they made it in. It in. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that was. That for an experience was great because I feel like I got a little bit more. I got a spoon. Yep. Uh, it was definitely nice to get it that way. Although the one I had was super thick. Yeah. I I basically had to eat it with a spoon. Which, Ours was really thick too, but it was so hot. I know when we got it, it, it melted a yeah. bit fast. So that that's was perfect good. So it's easier. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess we can skip me because that was on my list and then just go back to. Well, your... I'm glad to see we're on the same page. We <laughs> are <laughs> so far. All right. Next on my list is. So this is number three. Number three. Because you've got an order. I don't. I do have an order. It's the all natural strawberry lemonade. Ooh, so specific. From Prince Eric's Village Market. Is it the only place you can get it? I'm pretty sure this is the only place that I've seen that you can get it. So this is a special strawberry lemonade. It's not just like, you know, like strawberry lemonade flavor. Joe. You know, it's it's they actually take like scoopfuls of strawberries. Whoa. Put it in the cup of ice and pour the all natural all adwala lemonade. Natural. It's glorious. It's glorious. Natural. <laughs> all natural, baby. Yep. And it's across from um a little mermaid. Okay. Right. Why am I blanking on the name right now? The uh, You go on it. I don't. I <laughs> should know this. I love writing. Why uh, am I blanking Ariel's on this Grotto. Uh, uh, it, well, yeah, it is It is actually, actually across from Ariel's Grotto. So. That's where you can meet Ariel. Yeah. So, yeah. Prince Eric's Village Market. 
I haven't tried it. It's not open all the time. So wait, is strawberry lemonade? Strawberry. Yep. I do like strawberry. I mean, who, you, who doesn't love some strawberry? You do rave about it all the time, and I have yet to try it. Yeah, it's fun to see. Like, we'll post photos of these snacks or drinks, yeah. especially this one, because this one isn't as well-known. Yep. And then, like, you'll see everyone talk about it, and then they'll post pictures because they had to go try it and stuff. So that's really cool. So if you haven't had this one, add it to your list, especially on a hot summer day. Ugh. Sounds so refreshing. I love it. It is. It's, it's a little it's glorious. So, so it's lemonade, so it's a little tangy, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goodness. All right. What so you got? I will move on to, I guess, the fourth on my list. Not Again, not in any particular order. I'm going to go with what... It's mainly found at Disneyland. You can find them, I guess, at the Walt Disney World Resort. But good old beignets. Beignets. So, also, you can find them at Port Orleans French Quarter. Yes. And that, I have yet to go there. And I really want to stay there my next trip just because hearing you and Emily talk so highly of it, um, I feel like it's next on my list. I've heard, um, I've stayed at Coronado Springs, and uh, I hear that's like great for mm-hmm. moderate, you can get to most of the parks super quick. Yeah, and I hear like tied for that, or at least number two is Port Orleans. I lo- I loved I think Coronado like the location of it better. Yeah, because it's just so accessible, so quick. Yeah, to everything. So, but yeah, yeah. I definitely want to try that resort out. Half the reason for the beignets, the other half just for the experience. Um, they were good. I can't eat more than like one. It's just so sweet. I just can't do it. So that's where you and I differ. If I have to limit myself because I can, <laughs> I can just keep going. I don't have a stop filter. My brain never receives the signal from my stomach that says, hey, you're full. I don't get that. It's probably good that you're a little more restrictive with your diet then. I mean, I have to be or else I will die. Probably. <laughs> I will explode. So at least for me, I've yet to try those at Walt Disney World, but where I love them, at least the most of all the places I've tried them at, are at the uh, the the Jazz Kitchen at Disney uh, Downtown Disney in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. They do sell them in um, the uh, in the park in the the New Orleans Square area. They're Mickey shaped, but mm-hmm. um, I've tried them there, and I tried the pumpkin beignets around Halloween time. Oh, that sounds good. They were good. Don't get me wrong, but they were nowhere near as amazing as the ones. I'm a sucker for everything pumpkin flavored. Uh, it was, like, I'm telling you, they were amazing. But if you want the best beignet experience, go to the Jazz Kitchen at Downtown Disney in Disneyland and blow your mind. <laughs> uh, how do they serve them at, uh, at Walt Disney World at uh, Port Orleans? In a paper bowl thing <laughs> bowl thing all right so so <laughs> no, it's nothing too special it's just you know like your typical little bowl oh gotcha they're like rectangle like gotcha kind of cardboard like or french fries or something yeah. like that okay yeah. yeah so at downtown disney in anaheim the bag yes put them in the bag huge white paper yep. bag they put probably like a gallon of powdered sugar and these things are coming steaming hot straight from the fryer in the bag with this gallon of powdered sugar shooken up boom yeah, I mean, that's I mean, how they do it in New Orleans. It is a messy experience, but goodness gracious, is it glorious. Maybe they didn't put mine in a bag because I ate it there. Maybe if I got it to go. Good thinking. Maybe. 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 If someone knows, let us know. I dropped one taking a picture. No! So <laughs> Why? Why, cruel world? That was, that was quite unfortunate. Oh, no. It wasn't even that great of a picture. and yeah. So it wasn't even worth it. No. Oh, dang it. So I went from three to two it immediately. It breaks my heart. Yeah. So. 
these things happen. You know? oh, Anything for the shot. God. But you didn't even get the shot. It wasn't even worth yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I got something. Uh, you got a disaster. It's, That's a, it's what you a memory got. now. A painful one at that. And we can just talk about it and reminisce. Well, there you go. Memory relived. <laughs> Are you done with yes, your beignets? Yes. Well, never, but I guess we had to be. <laughs> Number two on my list is the raspberry lemonade slush. Man, you like these lemonades, I'm all dude. about the lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. So this one is, a, you can find it at several different places. Um, Do tell. Let me think. One place, the first place we got it that we saw it being served at was at the uh, Cheshire Cat Cafe. Pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, you tell me. It's uh, right next to the teacup ride. Ah. Which I hate. I just that that ride ruined my life. It is not for you. <laughs> I've never, never recovered from. <laughs> I don't mind it personally. I'm okay I need it. Maybe like if I go on it again, with like people that aren't gonna spin it like crazy. But I swear, I swear to you, since that day in February of 2012, <laughs> I've never, I've never recovered. My, I'm, I'm Sorry. like forever ruined. Well, my e- equilibrium is permanently I damaged. Guess it's not for everyone, much like Star Tours. Yeah. So I think, that, yeah, exactly. That's probably right. why I can't enjoy Star Tours as Man, much one as of these I days, probably could. You're just not going to be able to go on anything. Maybe I'm just getting old. Golly. Yeah. I, I mean, that's understandable. I have noticed after certain rides, I, I start to feel a little woozy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never noticed that when I was younger, but nowadays, as life has made me age, the struggle of growing up. Golly. Kind of sucks. Anyways, back to the lemonade. <laughs> so yeah, Cheshire Cat Cafe. Uh, also, Cosmic Rays. I know they serve it there. Um, and then yeah, various other places you can find it. So quite delicious. Remind me again, what kind of lemonade is this one? The raspberry lemonade slush. So we got strawberry, got raspberry, but the strawberry is just a drink, and this one's a slush. Exactly. Ooh, I do like the slush factor. Oh man, it's the perfect summer day drink hot day which is most days in florida yes it's all days all days you should get this you need to try it what is the brain freeze likeliness uh you know i'm i'm not one that usually gets brain freezes so i'm hard, so are you just a sipper know. you just take a little sip yeah you know i'm not i'm not chugging it you know you gotta yeah, pace yourself it's true so but yeah that's that's number two on my list what you got so you on your last one? Yeah, I'm on my last one since I, I started first. Uh, my The last on my list was a recent discovery. I've always heard talk and I've seen it on the sign as I've walked by at Epcot. Once you start the World Showcase, you are going to guess? Right, can I guess? Yes. The Cronut. Yes. Although <laughs> apparently they can't call it the Cronut. Yeah. I guess it's some like copyrighted <laughs> thing. But the croissant donut. The croissant. I actually have not had this yet. Dude, I just tried it for the last my last trip there. And... It was good. I bet. It looks the, awesome. The first bite, was I was a little taken aback. I'm like, whoa, what is this? It tastes different. <laughs> what is this? But after after a couple chews, another bite, I was like, all right, I'm digging this. And then, I'm into it. And then, oh, gosh, then then it was done. Yeah. I was done for. <laughs> it's, it's on my list. I just There's just always so much to try. So basically, if you know where to get this, it's you enter the world showcase. It's to the right, right across. Before you get to Canada. Yeah, be- yeah. before you get to Canada, just right before you get to Canada, across from that the little shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got this, I got it there, and by the time I got to Canada, I threw the plate away because I was already done. <laughs> That's fast. Yep. That's how good it was. <laughs> 
Very nice. Yep, it's on my list for sure. Next time. Next time. Oh, man. Then maybe I, I'll add it to my list. I have a running list of things I've yet to try, and it's always growing. And I love it because it just makes me look forward to the next trip even more. And I've got all these delectable treats to try. You know what? I'm very disappointed that my number one was not on your list. <laughs> and uh, I, feel like I, I know what your number one you, is. It's not for me, though. Isn't, you know, I, think I am a minority. That I know. says something about you here that we all need to, to realize. All right, let's address it. All right, my number one, the vanilla Dole Whip float. It is, it's just the best. It's I, the greatest. So well, what's your problem with Dole Here's Whip? the thing. I am not a fan of pineapple. That is a problem. Yeah. If you don't. I do, I do not mind the vanilla swirl. That's with, what I get. Yeah, but it's a float, so it's got the pineapple juice. Yeah. That is a no-no for me. Come on. Nope. Man. I, I like, I just like a normal Dole Whip too. Like, don't get me wrong, but I just love the float aspect of it. And with the vanilla ice cream, like it's not too overpowering pineapple. I, you I know? love the vanilla balance. ice cream swirl action. It adds a little bit of smoothness to it. Yeah, it's, or I'll get the swirl. Yeah. It, it blends the smooth with the tart. And for me, it's just, I don't know, I'm weird about like fruits and certain things. Have you had a Dole Whip? Uh, I've had the vanilla swirl one. When? Uh, my last trip. You had one? Yeah. And I've had one before as well. I had one. With, I shared I one with my friend Jeannie. I don't understand it. You know, like I'm, I'm not a fan of pineapple. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> it's too sweet for me. It's too tarty. But a beignet is not too sweet for you. No, that's like a that's a baked good sweet. This is a, a tangy. Ah. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I've never been a fan of 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 sugar. Like okay, all treats are sugary. But I'm saying like gummy bears or anything like that or Sour Patch Kids. That's never like candy. That's never been my thing. I've always been a cookie kind of person. All right, all right. I I get I get I get what you're saying here. No, yeah. I am disappointed that they do not serve the vanilla dolet floats at Aloha Isle anymore in Adventureland. You can't get it. Can't get the in vanilla off. soft serve. You have to go to Polly. You have to go to Pineapple Lanai at the Polynesian. But that's not entirely a bad thing. That gives you a great excuse oh, to absolutely. go over to the Polynesian. Yeah, and then you can just walk on down to the beach. Oh, gosh. It's great. Perfect. Or if it's a hot day, you can go inside, sit in the uh, the reception area, just yeah. enjoy. They've got comfortable chairs, and as we discovered, there are certain lamps with uh, outlets and, True. and USB ports. Charge so you your can phone charge right your up. Phone. Take, Re- snap a couple pics of your Dole Whip. Recharge charge yourself. Your phone. Recharge your phone. Oh, man. Win, 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 win sounds like it so that kind of reminds me about something we were talking about and for anyone who cares i am an avid fan macaroni and cheese i feel like most people are and so the next time i go to walt disney world i have a plan to do a walt disney world macaroni and cheese tour i'm gonna find all the best macaroni and cheeses throughout all of walt disney world i have a list going i know where i'm gonna hit i'm gonna find some more I'm gonna make a big deal about it. I'll probably do <laughs> an Instagram series again uh, on mac and cheese on mac and cheese on my Instagram account, and then I'll I'll share with you. Well, whenever that happens, I'll make a list and I'll report back, and we will. I'm surprised you didn't get mac and cheese on your. I guess it's not really a treat. It's, yeah, or a I, didn't, I mean, it could be a snack kind I, of. Eh. Maybe the I did contemplate the, uh, the like the pot roast mac and cheese yeah. kind of thing because that comes in a little bowl. But I'm, when I think of snacks or treats, I'm thinking of something you can eat while you walk kind totally. of thing. And a lot of the mac and cheese I'm thinking about, you have to be sitting down. That pot roast mac and cheese. Whew. I'm not gonna lie, 
amazing. I'm not gonna lie, that is one on my list that I've yet to try. And you're I, and you're a mac and cheese lover. I am. I did. I have gone there before, and I did try the uh, breadcrumb mac and cheese there, which is also good. But it's no pot roast mac and cheese. Yes, they have they have what like three different kinds. They have a, mm-hmm. a breadcrumb, a pot roast, and do they have like a hamburger or something like that? I, I want to say they actually added a new one recently that mm-hmm. I, I think I saw. I'm gonna have to try them all. Yeah, just try them all. You won't regret it. It's like Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> mac and cheese edition. <laughs> yes, I need my <laughs> mac and cheese pokeball. Pot roast mac and cheese. I choose you. <laughs> nah, that. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, That's not going to be number one on my list. I, I, ooh, I've got, I've got, I've got a big one up there that I don't know if it's going to be surpassed. Do you want to talk about it, or are you going to save it? I'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. We'll save it for later. So those are our top five Disney snacks and treats, and we hope that we've influenced you to at least try one or two of these. Yeah. If you haven't tried any, you want to try any, or if you agree with us, let us know. You can tweet us at the QCast on Twitter. So please let us know. We want to hear your favorites. If there's something we didn't list, let us know. If there's something that we don't know about that we should try, I want to know because I want to eat it. Absolutely. We need to always add more to our list because there's so much to try. Oh, the list is always growing. That's a good list to have. It's a good problem, folks. All right, Scott. So we've got a new little segment that we're going to do. We are? Yeah. Okay. You know what it's called? Trip tip. Trip tip. Trip tip. <laughs> trip tip. Trip tip. Everyone could always use a good trip tip. Trip tip. And this week, which I'm sure this, you know, this isn't anything like too like out there crazy i'm sure a lot of people might actually already know this so it kind of just depends on your level of expertise at disney so you ready i'm ready give me the trip tip. all right so everyone knows hopefully if you don't take advantage of the fast pass system you absolutely need to yes but you can book up to three fast passes using the my disney experience app correct so that's and it's awesome not, and it's not like three like like there's different tiers you know you, only at epcot and hollywood studios they're different tiers that's true but like you can't go on soren and test track you have to choose one of them yeah yeah at epcot i mean at magic kingdom you can choose anything yeah which so it's so uh, yeah of course it's gonna vary depending on which park you're going to yes so continue on with the <laughs> <laughs> um so once you have your three fast passes and you've used those or the times have passed, you can actually book a fourth one inside the parks Whoa. at any FastPass kiosk. Whoa. And once you've used that one, you can book a fifth one. What? And once you've used that one, you can book a sixth one. Get out of town. And so on and so forth. You can keep going? You can keep going. Golly. So if you book your three fast passes early in the morning, which is usually what we do. Yeah. Because um, we like to take a midday break and yes. we'll come back later. So we'll book the three like early morning, knock those out. Then you just find a kiosk in the parks. They usually have them all over the place. Um, and you just go up to the kiosk and you can book your fourth fast pass. Now, there might not be the rides that you necessarily want, like at the top yeah. of your list. Like the more popular rides might be taken, obviously, yeah. from other people booking their fast passes. 
but you never know. You never know. Yeah, so here's here's a question I have that maybe you can answer. Um, so I I thought I heard about this the last time I went to the to the parks, and I I used my three fast passes that I had, and I tried to book another one on the app, but it was giving me difficulty. Was I doing it wrong, or is it something that you just have to do at the kiosk? Yeah, unfortunately, the way that it's set up as of now, I mean, this this might change. Of course, I mean, they're always implementing new changes, but you cannot book a fourth FastPass using the app. Ah. You have to go to a kiosk. Okay, then. That's how they get you. (laughs) Kiosk it is. But So, there you go. We hope that that at least maybe informed uh, one or two of you out there. It informed me halfway. (laughs) Halfway. (laughs) I'll take it. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. No problem. So that is your trip tip of the week. Trip tip. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode three of The Q. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes to stay up to date with all future episodes. You can also find us on Twitter at The QCast, or you can send us an email at theqcast at gmail.com. .com. Ryan, where can we find you on the internets? You can find me on Instagram at Disney Single Rider. And you can also find me on my brand spanking new website, yeah, which is ryanmonette.com. And if you need help spelling that, that's R-Y-A-N-M-O-N-E-T-T-E.com. Fancy. And you can find me online at ohyeahdisney.com. Oh yeah, Disney on Instagram. Oh yeah, Disney Twitter. Oh yeah, Disney YouTube. Everything. You know, just just all of, all of the above. Just search it. Oh yeah, Disney. You'll find it. You'll find us. And we would absolutely love it if you guys have something uh, nice to say. You know, why not, why not leave a, a little review on iTunes? Just a just a, you know, couple of nice words. Yeah, yeah, we we'd appreciate it. A few five, five stars. A few, maybe. That'd be cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm unashamed to say that uh, I am the very first person to give us five stars, and I wrote us a raving review. You did? (laughs) I did. I'll have to check that out. I had all the good things to say about us. (laughs) Oh, of course, of course. (laughs) So, yeah, we'd love if you guys would rate and review us on iTunes as we get this podcast up and going. Oh, and it's only got upward to go from here. It does. We're excited to get it going. Oh, yeah. So, with that, we've reached the end of the queue. So now it's time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight, and enjoy the ride. See you guys next time. See ya. Some podcast, huh? That's nice. If my is. Is that a nice? All right, that was a good outtake.